The hosts of this podcast are professional Christians, and while they do have all the answers, none of them claims to be inerrant. Well, infallible maybe. If the views and content of this show leave you upset or disappointed, just remember, this is just for funsies. Welcome to Spiritual Undirection, a lighthearted podcast about life's most important questions. I am, get rid of that crust, Bible teacher Christopher Seals. And I am still golden, author, teacher, John Bennett. Like Pony Boy. And I am sourdough all day, Pastor Wayne David Randolph. Yep. Yeah. Hey, John. You are. Yep. Spell most. M-O-S-T. Good job, high school teacher. Hey, Chris, spell post. P-O-S-T. Good job. Good job, high school teacher. Hey, John, what do you put in the toaster? T- bread. Oh, he <laughs> almost got you. Bro, my, my Jedi master pulled that on me when I was a young Padawan, and I'm proud of you, John. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Congratulations nice. on successfully celebrating National Toast Day. Yes. yes. <laughs> Happy toast National Toast Day. Um, hey, let's let's toast to natural to National uh, Toast Day. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, that was way too. No. Do you guys like toast? By the way, I love toast. Oh, the yeah. Best. I it's like a like go-to. What is that weird? Like- Do better? No jam, just butter. No, it, it's no. It's that's good. fine. <clears throat> okay, cool. What kind of bread are you that's- doing though? But like, with just butter. Yeah. Um, oh, man, I was gonna make a joke, but um, I like the Maybe. um What's the milk brioche toast? bread. Brioche. Oh yeah. Mm. It's a little bit of sweetness. Has like a hint. Has a little hint of sweetness. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about Ezekiel bread? Oh, <laughs> it's all sprouted. Yeah. Have you ever had Ezekiel bread, John? I just I've seen the um, the truck driving it around where I live. It. I feel like it toasts up pretty dry, pretty dry though. <laughs> it does. Uh, do, the the verse. You know the verse it comes from, right? Uh, Me or John? Both. Like, well, you and I have had fantastic talks about this. Yeah, it's Ezekiel 4.9. Tell the audience just in case, yeah. Yeah, it's Ezekiel 4.9. It actually is on the bag of the bread. We we do purchase this bread these days. And you will take smelt and spelt and millet and millet. um, Take take also unto thee wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and spelt and put them into one vessel and make bread of it. Ezekiel 4.9. What he doesn't say is the immediately following verse. (laughs) Cook it over caca. Cook it over human feces. Um, so I'm hoping that Ezekiel 4.9 does not does not pay attention to biblical context because I, that's not that great. You know, I actually turned down a job working there because I was afraid of the smells mm, in the factory. That makes sense. That's not true. Um, I'm a fan of cracked wheat sourdough. Thanks for asking oh. when, it, when it comes to toast. And, oh. and John, I know you said butter. I, I'm with you on the butter. Sometimes just a nice little layer of like your mother-in-law's apricot preserves okay Ooh, i'll smack said mother-in-law for some of that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Tang, mm-hmm. Uh, you pronounced My... apricot wrong though yeah what? that's true it's what i say you said apricot uh yeah. I, west coast what uh west coast that's a good point yeah whatever if i look if i look at our audience demographics i'm pretty sure most of them are on the west coast so it's going to be apricot yeah with all hey, the genealogies and all john mm-hmm. but the most important listener is Mike Bennett. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, my favorite type of toast is 
um, restaurant. I've just like there's something <laughs> special. Wait a second. Like it's its own. It's its own. <laughs> It's not, not, like not all restaurants. He just said, not all restaurants, my favorite kind Chris. of toast is restaurant. <laughs> there is, but like, there's something about another human professional being putting butter on my toast for me that makes me feel better about my toast. Oh. Right? Like, what, what place whenever, does that? Ever, have you been to Denny's or International House of Pancakes? Bro, do they oh, not Nancy? have cafes out there in casserole land? I thought you guys were talking about like... You know, I don't know, Red Lobster or like some Italian place. Bro, no, he no. Red said Lobster toast. Puts the butter he didn't say butter biscuits. Yeah, Cheddar uh, Bay, to be exact. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank so you. Sorry. You guys, I used yeah. to work at Red Lobster, and all of all of the employees, we would walk by those biscuits and just rip off the top, and literally, you dip that in some Thousand Island. That's forever, bro. Forever. <laughs> What'd you do at the bottom half? Do I want to know? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> he went to the local homeless shelter. No way, bro. You've been yeah. here, Lobster. You should know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pretend like you haven't seen it. Yeah, that's true. It's on the bottom of the. It's on the bottom of the tray. Yeah, you're but, like, oh, it must it? It must have stuck to the other one that I ate and didn't that's notice. That's right. But you've huh. you've been so gluttonous up until this point that you really don't give a darn. You're just ready to order another basket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> oh, can I just tell you one more thing? This actually might get yeah. me arrested. But uh, okay. then yes, one hundred percent. I've been wanting to I, see you behind bars. Oh, Pastor Wayne David Randolph, what are you doing right now? Um, when I That's when I true. when I worked repenting. at Red Lobster, I am repenting. This is con- oh, John, you're Catholic. This is perfect. This oh, is good. a new segment. Okay. This is a new segment, um, listeners. This is called, called Johnny. It's called Johnny. Forgive me for I have sinned. Johnny, forgive me for I have sinned. It's it's Johnny confession on the spot. Um, yes, <laughs> John. When I worked at Red Lobster, and it was the particular time of year when it was the all you could eat snow crab legs. Mm. On our computer system, when I would go to table 72, because that's where you're sitting, John, you're sitting uh-huh. at 72, you, you ordered the all-you-can-eat crab legs, you're already about two pounds in, and you just said, hey, waiter Wayne David Randolph, could I have another pound of crab legs, please? And I say, sure you can. And I go to the computer, and there's just a little button that I hit for refill, John, for your table mm-hmm. 72. Yep. What would happen if I, I accidentally hit refill twice? And then there was there was an extra half pound of crab legs in the back station for me, along with all my other waiters who did the same thing, and we're just we're just noshing on pounds of crab, bro. Well, I think it would be a sin to let them go to waste. First, oh, of all. I thank you mm-hmm. so much. This is the kind of like yeah. rationalization I need from the Pope. And of mm-hmm. course, like you can't control. Your nervous finger that just accidentally presses it twice or thrice or mm-hmm. quatrice. Well, and then that same finger that just like that pop you get when you when you crack the leg just right. Oh, okay, you're not helping your case, my son. But let no, me, um, and you know what? And I went home just reeking of seafood, bro. Uh, like the butter too, like the butter it's, sauce. It's in my beard, in my stash. Oh. It's oh, it's disgustingly heavenly. Uh, I. Oh man, the last time I did that, I got really sick the morning after, and like it tasted so good, but I felt right. so sick. How I many pounds did you do, bro? Yet. How many pounds did you remember? Because I I remember how many pounds I've done. They didn't weigh <laughs> it, yeah. And it wasn't um, it wasn't at Red Lobster. It was at a really trashy restaurant 
called Jai. Dick's Last Resort. Uh, oh, Dick's. Mm. Uh, they're they're like they're buttholes to you, right? The waiters. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, they make you yeah. wear stupid hats. Yeah, yeah. They're a bunch of Richards the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um I I I may or may not have put down more than nine and a half pounds in one sitting. Just so you know. Oh my gosh! It's snow crab though, right? So it's it's fine. It's it's a winter it's a winter season. That. I, <laughs> I, okay. I mean, you're cold water showers, cold water showers, mm-hmm. snow crab. Clear. No? All right. yeah. Never mind. I'm in. Um, toast. Here's the toast. <laughs> uh, the reason I was going to go with that intro. Well, first of all, this is a this is a Christian Answers podcast, spiritual and direction, by the way. And, um, cr- and crustacean and crustacean uh, aficionados. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just now realizing that we didn't do this in our last episode. Man, we're really losing our form. Um, we pull question from online questioners and life experiences. If you have a question for us, you can tweet using the hashtag Spiritual Undirection. You can also send us a question on our website, spiritualundirection.com. Now that the pleasantries are out of the way, I the reason I consented to doing a toast-oriented one um, was because uh, a loved one that is close to me, I don't want to expose them for what they had to go through, um, had to have a medical procedure done, um, in which case five days leading up to it, they could only eat like non-wheat bread toast um, and that sort of thing to explore their nether regions. Um, and I had to, uh, I was in the waiting room um, today waiting to pick them up because they were going to be sedated and couldn't drive themselves home. Um, and as I was sitting there, I thought of some ways to say, thanks for understanding. Um, not all of these have to do with colonoscopies. Um, <laughs> but wait, hold on a second, Chris, but hopefully they do. But Chris, you drove me to my first colonoscopy. And so I didn't wait for you though. Is that bad? No, no, that's fine. My wife was going to pick me up, but oh, good. But, but you drove me there, and so yeah. you're kind of a part of it. You were there um, with the doctor in my um, large intestine, John. When you only saw one set of footprints in your colon, it was when I was carrying you. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh goodness, John. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling emotions that I've not felt in a long time. Jealousy. Um, it's it's jealousy. Um. I may or may not have had several of these procedures done the last couple of years, and not once did Chris offer like to oh, even send. No. He didn't even send me like a smoothie or like a cute meme <laughs> or anything, bro. I just had I just had exploration and no Chris. So well, so John, congratulations on moving up, bro. You yeah, really are thanks. you really are closer to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're best friends. You gotta be, you gotta be careful with the type of smoothie though, because if one of those little black seeds could register as a polyp, and then you're you got that on your oh, permanent bro, record. Oh, bro, I got diverticulitis. You just keep those chias away from me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, um, so sorry, listener. Thanks for understanding. <laughs> thanks for understanding. Um, not necessarily all colorectal specialties, but um, some things that at least I thought of while sitting there. Here we go. Here's the first one. Poop. There it is. Okay, anyways, go ahead. There it is. Well done. One point to John. Here's the next one. This is the chapter of the Bible in which God counts the Israelites and also tastefully declares the intent to poop. Uh, Number two. Yes, numbers two (laughs) is correct. Numbers oh, two. I is might correct. actually duke myself right now. This is great. <laughs> Good. 
All right, this is also um, appropriate. <clears throat> These are the oppressors of the Israelites in the time of Gideon that gave them diseases causing painful urination. Uh, it's like gonorrhea, so it's the... the warmer. Yeah. There's, there, there are other diseases. Hold, hold on. Oh, I was going to say palatines, but uh, palatinians. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work. Um, you got to know who were the oppressors in the time of Gideon. Uh, the, okay, hold on. I'm just going to tap into my... Um, uh, it's your Google. Oppressors. <laughs> no, this is the Vatican hotline. That's not Time of Gideon... Let's see. Okay, the Midians. The Chlamydians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, was, it was the Chlamydianites is correct. That is oh, that is the answer. Gosh. Wait, for once, I set you up. Yes. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Not not just a random summer, is it, friends? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> All right, here's the what? next one. Yep. This is an angel with three horns from the late Cretaceous period. Triceratops, Tricera. Uh, Wayne. Wait, it's an angel. An angel with three horns from the late Cretaceous period. Triceraphina. Tri Triceraphim is the answer. Yes. Oh yes. I'm sorry. I actually looked up. Um, it, names, it sounds like angel it names. Sounds like a commercial and, I watched earlier that had about two minutes of disclaimers about how taking this product might give you uh, yes. inflammation please, of the bowels. Yes, please let your doctor know if you have hives as a result of taking triceraphim. Um, I looked up top baby name, or I typed, I typed in angel names, and apparently the Today Show has names inspired by angels: Evangeline, Nathaniel, Micah, Serafina, Gabrielle. Serafina, that's cute. Melchizedek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's an excellent. Serafophily, um, what's the, how do you say that one? Nothing. Try seraphim. Try seraphim. All right. This is what you get when you satisfy your urge to see crosses. Urge to see crosses. When you satisfy your urge. Stigmatification satisfaction. What? <laughs> Stigmatification. Did you guys know that cross-eyed is called strabismus? Um, this is all straight from the Vatican, right, John? Is this just <laughs> only, in, only in certain websites, John. Okay, one more time, I think you guys are overthinking it. It's what you get when you satisfy your urge to see crosses. I'm totally overthinking this. Satisfy my urge. Yeah. Itch. Okay. Is it, does it have to do with like itch? Like scratching an itch? Close. Uh, itch your cross switch. I'll give you five more seconds. Cross switch? Itch. Cross. Snatch. Cross stitch. Um. Guys, you get your crucifix. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so actually really good, Chris. Everyone, everyone needs a crucifix from time to that time. That is oh. fantastic. Nice. And here's the last one, which is. But I definitely... think it's pronounced crucifix. <laughs> crucifix. <laughs> um, <laughs> after the Day of Atonement. It's the day where the observant Jews remember the heroic efforts of a porpoise. Wait, you're the scholar. 
<laughs> this one is so much worse than the last one. <laughs> the day of atonement. After the day of atonement, it's the day where the observant Jews remember the heroic efforts of a porpoise. Okay, not Yom Kippur, right? Correct. It's the day after Yom Kippur. Yes. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras. Re- I'm just kidding. Remember the heroic <laughs> efforts of a porpoise. Think of some famous porpoises. Uh, Willie. Shamu. He's not a porpoise. He's a killer whale. Smaller. What's a porpoise? A dolphin. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, flipper. Uh-huh. Oh, um. <laughs> Yomke flipper? <laughs> no, it's not that. War- very warm. Yom flipper? Yom flipper. Yom flipper. Yes. <laughs> that is dumb. All right. Oh. I apologize, everyone, for that one. Okay. We should, we should have ended on crucifix. <laughs> Chris, can you, when you edit this, can you please find some flipper sounds? Yes, I, I'll, do, I'll do that for you. Okay. There's only uh. three samples in the entire TV well, show. So, Since you're talking about numbers, I have a Reddit question for you guys. Oh, oh good. This is a smooth transition. Chris, nice. those were fantastic, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, those were really good. All right, this is from um, username Hacker Owl. Are people's ages in the Old Testament literal or symbolic? Hmm. Both. Mm. See what I did? Womp, womp. No, bro, that's lame. deep. It just keeps you guessing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I believe we call that a cop-out. Yeah, it's called. Well, you know, John, you're just <laughs> not if I have into, enough gray in my beard. It sounds like wisdom. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just buying into the 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 false dichotomy that is presented by our modern society, and like, just not everything's binary, like you think, That's John. Right, dude. Sometimes you just gotta sit with it for a while, bro. Uh, everything is either or, and only either or. Yeah. Well, in case oh, because that's I'm how God created, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, you know wise like Wayne explain how it can be both symbolic and literal let's do good cop bad cop Wayne you're wrong it's one or the other mm. they you. were in the they were in the desert for literally exactly 40 years oh that's not an age Moses no I think we're talking the, more the like the like the the early like the first six chapters, I think, is what we're talking about, okay. probably. Like like uh, Methuselah living 969 years? I mean, if you believe it. Nice. And you can, nice. which is what I'm saying. You can have it. You can believe it and not believe it. That's fine. How, how can you believe it and not believe it at the same time, Wayne? I don't understand. Wayne, um, was he 969 a, years old or not? Thank you. Um, the answer is maybe. No. <laughs> no. Were the dinosaurs on the ark or not? Were they 969 years that, old? That not? one I would say no, but I'm 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 not an optometrist. You're no Ken Ham. Mm. Um, it says that when Methuselah lived 187 years, he became the father of Lamech. So if the numbers are symbolic, is 187 still the symbol for murder, death, kill? It is. I mean, considering so, that's considering that's penal code in the United States, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Methuselah was calling 187. He's calling 187 on the undercover prophet, yo. Yeah. I was wondering how to change that sublime lyric without changing our rating. Um, um, so, I don't know. Like, w- without... Well, here. Uh, that book 
that particular section of scripture was like so ancient to the Israelites when that particular section of scripture was actually written down mm-hmm. um, that oh man I think I think it probably is best to start holding things loosely and trying to figure out what God is up to as opposed mm. to trying to um, defend and figure out how everything is is literal for your 2023 understanding. Hmm. So what would like, okay, so I'm looking at Genesis chapter five. Listener, if you want to look at Genesis chapter five with me, and I'm just like skimming through the numbers, and then some of them... It seems like um, they're rounded numbers. Like he lived 130 years when he had a son, and then he lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters, and then he lived 930 years, and then he died. And then Seth lived 105. But then you get some oddly specific numbers, like Seth lived 807 years, and then he lived a total of 912, Enosh 815, and then 905, and then 840. Now, all of them seem to be round numbers, right? Like, there's no, like, they're not all over the place, but there are some randos that are there. So I think if we're going to, like, continue to pull on that thread that you were pulling, Wayne, Mm -hmm. I would would pull on the thread of, like, well, um, could it be that these numbers are symbolic? And if they are, then what are they symbolic of, right? Because they can't just be symbols of nothing, right? Because sometimes I think that people say it's metaphorical and that that's just their excuse to not take it seriously. Um, so I guess the, like the next step would be like, okay, if they're metaphorical, what are they metaphorical for? Right. Or if they're symbolic, what are they symbolizing? And, uh, and, and then make, and I think taking into consideration with that, thank you, Chris. So I think, I think taking into consideration that too, right? Like, so what are there other symbols? Are there other numbers? Are there other periods of time that, um, are used in a certain way like that, that, that we see it here again, right? Like. Like numbers are important uh, mm-hmm. to a lot of ancient traditions, and especially the Jews. And so, yeah, looking at those from that angle would be—I would imagine—that would probably bring up some some fresh, maybe some new stuff that people didn't see before. Yeah, totally. Or, yeah. or hear me out. What if their age that's listed in the Bible is how they felt versus mm-hmm. their actual age? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I like be, uh, after having seventy kids felt like 969 yeah Yeah, he's like with these knees yeah not a day younger than 900 (laughs) yes yep you know what else i'm 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 totally cool with Hmm. like on the other hand like like another facet of that diamond like uh the whole idea of you know maybe because this is pre uh pre pre pre-flood this is before um the filament, right? The waters from the earth or from above, like were were unleashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the firmament. Firmament. Thank you. I said filament. <clears throat> thank you. Mm-hmm. Which I think is that little paper that's in uh, pergamino that's in coffee, isn't that called filament? Ooh. Anyways, um, uh, I don't know. But it's also in light bulbs. But like maybe maybe there was more oxygen in the air, and mm-hmm. like in the atmosphere, and maybe things could live longer. I don't know. I'm cool with that too. Oh, or maybe I just don't think the text ears. is really. I don't think the text. Uh, I don't think that the author of the text thought that the readers really needed to have much more information than that, and so they didn't give us a whole lot, a lot more. And mm-hmm. so I don't think that you can 
personally, I don't think that you can hold it super tight. And so the fun thing of that is that you get to entertain uh, a lot of these different ideas, and some of them are really stupid. <laughs> it's dog years. It's, it's dog years. Oh, because, it's dog years. Because he would have been 138 in dog years, so mm-hmm. I just did that off the top of my head, so you guys were super impressed. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And, guys, what is the number of completion? Seven. 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 How many years of human years to dog years? Seven. 138. Seven. Seven. <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. There we go. Oh, your work here is done, Chris. You're I'm a, not saying, but I'm just saying. You're a wizard, Chris. You're a wizard, Harry. Um, well, there you go, yeah. Hacker Al. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think also, um, I, I wonder to what extent. Well, So, like, if Moses wrote Genesis, which I know that there's some debate, like JEPD theory or whatever. But let, let's even grant that Moses wrote this. Um, then... The way Moses is getting this information is probably a combination of oral tradition and God telling him stuff. Um, at which point, or again, dreams, or yeah, I mean, the, and the whole reason he's writing this down is to perhaps um, is to communicate something about God. And so, there's something in the genealogies. I, I know that like we scoff at genealogies because we're like, oh my gosh, this is the boring part of the Bible. But to them, oh, this is like it's important identity right? and story, and yeah. And so, I mean, I think. He's definitely trying to communicate something, whether or not it's like a, a historical record or if it's a pseudo historical record. Like these are real people that did real things, but it's more about what they did or what they meant. Even like Moses living the first 40 years of his life in Egypt and then the second 40 years of his life as a shepherd and then the last 40 years of his life doing this other thing. I don't know if Moses was like, huh, I saw this burning bush exactly on my 40th birthday. Like, I don't know if he's like connecting those dots as much as it's like, I feel like I had three thirds to my life. And three, I was just going to say three sections of 40 uh, is, is has some meaning for the Jew for sure. Totally. I guess the other thing I would throw out is remember that we're talking about the first six chapters of Genesis and there's some really weird stuff going on and it is Mm -hmm. a different world. Like it really, it literally is a different world that's being described um, because if you remember, like, what's what's the impetus for the flood in Genesis 6 is that you had these, these what sound like demigods, right? Like these, um, the, when the sons of, of, of God mm-hmm. go into the daughters of man and have offspring with them and the heroes of old and the men of renown. Like, so you, you've got people living for a long time and then you've got um, f- angels, fallen angels, Nephilim going in and having sex and having offspring with with the humans and then God's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to flood this stuff. So yeah, like, we're also talking about a world that like is, is super ancient, even for the Jews as they're writing it. And so I don't know. Sure. Maybe you can live that long. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm okay with it. Wayne. <laughs> what? Do you know what the name what? of that place is? What place? Florida. <laughs> Flor- Florida place. man is Nephilim. And you know what? Florida that man is me... Nephilim. That's fantastic, Chris. I want to see that headline. Do you know what's even more fantastic? You guys just perfectly segued into my next bit. Florida. Well, yeah, man. I mean, we planned it. True. It is Florida man. <laughs> it is. is it really? Oh my goodness. Okay, good. <laughs> I've given you guys some um, headlines, and you tell me if I made it up or if it's a real Florida man story. Oh okay. gosh, that is, is impossible, good. bro. I like I'm, this. This is because they all oh, yeah. sound made up. So let's do an easy one to start. 
Okay. Um, here's the headline. Do you have a, by the way, do you have a theme song or some sort of like hook for Florida man? Oh, I don't. I, I've got uh, it actually. Go Florida, ahead. Florida, go Florida, ahead. Florida, 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 man. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. With more alligators. Um, anyways, Florida man wow. a, arrested in local park for practicing karate on swans. <laughs> Yeah, that happened, that's, bro. That, that's that's a real one. That totally happened. That is a real one. That is a real one. Good job. Good. One, one point right. for us. One point for you guys. No points for John. No points for me. You're Next one. John. I am. <laughs> Florida man paints political messages on area crabs. <laughs> I want that to be true so bad. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go say, with true. I'm going to go with true. Uh, you know, just for being contrarian, I'll yep. say false. You're probably right. That is true. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yep. Oh. Okay, next one. Florida man. Did it just say on, on the back of a crab, does it, on the back of a crab, does it just say global warming, more like global swarming? Yeah, I had the, that didn't, the, that didn't this, work. Never mind. The screenshot I, I saw was anti-Hillary, so. I shouldn't have said uh, it. Yeah. Uh, next one, Florida man wrangles a manatee and uses it to, quote, pull him to Bermuda, unquote. <laughs> the usage of the, the quote makes me think this is real Florida man. The, well, see, I was going to say the usage of the quote makes me think an English teacher created this because Florida man doesn't know how to use punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, it's citing a newspaper headline, just so you know. Oh, I'm still going to go with false. Chris? I said it's real. Real Florida man. Um, it is false. However, <laughs> however, a Florida man, um, for the second time, attempted to use one of those floatable, um, inflatable um, hamster kind of things, like the the bubble ball, and he tried to run that into the Bermuda Triangle from oh. Florida. Oh. And he had to be rescued twice. <laughs> twice. So at this point, why doesn't somebody just fund it and say, let find out what's on the other side, bro? Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, next one. Florida man breaks into jail to hang with friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, oh, I need that to be true. I'm going to say fake. That is true. Oh, <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. I'm so bad at these. Uh, Which just is really weird to me limit. because the Inland Empire and Florida have so many similarities. <laughs> I know. I just, I just don't know the limits of humanity. It's so hard for me to tell. <laughs> and you call yourself a Bible teacher. I know. All right. Florida, Florida men plan to shoot at approaching tornado. <sighs> that sounds like John made it up. Dude, there was... <laughs> There was that, and I think she was from Florida. Wasn't there that crazy televangelist? And she had like her, her staff out, and she was telling the storm to like, go yeah. away, okay. go Wait, away. Let me, revi- <laughs> let me revise my answer. I think that this happened, but I don't think it made the news because it's so common. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're on the right track. It wasn't a tornado. It was it was Hurricane Irma. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All right, two like, more. Was he at least going with like 50 cal? Like just like, like really trying to do some damage or what? The picture had a guy with a shotgun, so I don't know. This guy. Um, Florida man admits to killing do- killing a goat, drinking its blood for pagan sacrifice, would still like to run for senator. <laughs> oh, man. I, this better be fake, bro. I'm going to say true. This one is true. Oh my! That's uncomfortable. Goodness. 
I wish I wasn't right. Uh, did you guys like to guess which um, political party he was running for? Uh, please, no, I don't want to. Um, okay, how about his? Here's his the, name: the Satanists. Uh, he's a libertarian. Um, his name is Augustus Sol Invictus. Okay, oh well, my gosh, that makes dude. sense. That I think that goes sense. that goes beyond party affiliation, really. Yeah. Um, and then final one: Florida man attacked during a selfie with a squirrel. Wait, he was taking a selfie with a squirrel, and the squirrel attacked, or some bystander yeah. was like, "You better not be taking pictures with squirrels." The squirrel <laughs> attacked him. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say false. Um, I think he attacked the squirrel. Yeah, it's a Florida man. He was actually hungry. <laughs> yeah, he, he got attacked by the squirrel. Oh, he got attacked, yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's good. Well, thank you for indulging this magical land of Florida. Florida, 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 Florida man. Mm, that's a really Alligator. good song. That's good. Yep. Hey, um, I was thinking a way that we could boost our ratings. Um, one of the things is I feel like... Um, we have these bits of seriousness, which I think like I've heard from some people that that's helpful to them when we don't just talk about poop and farts. Uh, Um, but I mean, but I thought one of the ways that we could take it to the next level, um, would be if, if we could really take the podcast itself more seriously. Uh Um, and so I found a wiki how article that I think could help us. Um, would you guys mind just like workshopping some ideas for how to improve the podcast by following the instructions to this WikiHow article. Oh, yep, absolutely. Oh, only if you promise this isn't some passive-aggressive attempt to tell us that we suck. No, 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 no. Um, the, the article is called How to Start a Cult. Oh, gosh. Here we oh, go. This goes uh, <laughs> well. So, um, we, cults and communities that fervently worship an object, person, or concept over all things, while cults have the ability to transform into manipulative enterprises in the wrong hands, they're essentially ways of organizing and transforming people's lives for the better. And I feel like that nails us, right? Like, that's exactly what we want to do. Um, there's, a, there's a helpful things you should know section, which most articles don't have, um, which is center your cult around an obsession that can help and benefit others in the long run. Mm-hmm. Organize your cult by picking a leader, creating rules, finding a place to gather, and developing a slogan. Uh-huh. Carefully evangelize about your cult and gradually grow your membership. And continue to focus on the object of your cult's obsession and how it can benefit others' lives. And so, um, What's that brings obsession? us to topic, topic number one. That yep. is, choose a, awesome. choose a subject or activity that improves your life. And then, um, this is all under the heading, picking an obsession. Do you guys have any ideas of an yep. obsession that we could camp out? I have three that come off the top of my mind that we've talked about extensively. Okay, go ahead. Um, so Sir David Hasselhoff, the first. Mm-hmm. Um, Furbies. And Furbies, then yes. bidets. Mm. Bidets. Bidets might be like, the one I'm leaning towards right now. Oh, bidets. Okay. Yes. Um, wave watching. Mm. Boring. No, 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 no. I, I do it on, on the weekly. It's fantastic. Well, it, it improves your life, but number two is it's a subject or activity that you're passionate about. Yeah. And I just can't imagine. You haven't seen my new tattoos. getting behind that. You haven't seen my tattoos. Yeah. What about shape ups? Yeah. Jo- uh, well, mm. I think that there's like a catholicity to the that's true. That's the wearing true. and the usership yeah. of the the shape ups. Um, casseroles. Like, oh, oh, casseroles is actually quite good. That could be one. Um, well, I mean, that would fit with instruction number three, which is pick something you think will benefit others. Your first question, if you're forming a cult, should be, 
would the world be a better or worse place if everyone was enthusiastic as this thing as we are or as I am? Oh, well, the, it is. World, the world would be happier, but definitely burn out, like just implode in 20 years. I was going to say it would be a smellier and sleepier place. Which might end some of the wars. Yeah, people would be like, let's bomb them. I can't make it to the I'm I'm I can't make it to the buttons. I'm, I'm all starched out. Yeah. <laughs> I got brain fog from the carbs. Yeah. We could uh, invade the English. Uh, I'm oh. a tired. Because oh. <laughs> you ate poutine. <laughs> oh, yep. Well, poutine would not count as a casserole, even though Bro, but I, no, I have not. to imagine that caloric intake is knocking you out. That's got it. true, yes. But you okay. know what? That's outside of our cult, Wayne. We cannot indulge in other... Is it outside of our cult or is it a gateway to the French? Mm. Is it a gateway That's to French membership? It's, it's kind of like when Christian bands started playing rock and roll music. It was like, hey, we could do we could do poutine also. Do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like chili, chili cheese fries... I mean, it's basically a casserole if you put it in the oven. What did John, well, a few episodes so, back, what did he equate? Oh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> it's Taco the Bell. Mormonism. <laughs> yes. I guess if we're gonna if we're gonna worship casserole, let me just give you a little history from the Vatican. Mm. Um, casserole likely dates back to the Greek quathion, meaning little cup, and <laughs> later it became the French diminutive of casse. Essentially meaning pan. So, okay. you little, know. Little pan. Yep. Okay. You're welcome. In 2023, well, they became uh, trap artists. <laughs> well, in um, point number four of part one, picking an obsession, John, I think you, I think we're on track. I think this is a sign from the spirit. It is learn as much as possible your, uh, possible about your obsession. So I think we just did it. So nailed Thank it. Thank you, Vatican. Good job. Yeah. John. I think we're, I think. Yes. I just want to see what kind of devotee you are. Uh-huh. Um, what what size waist does David Hasselhoff have? What size waist? Can you even measure the waist of an angel? You pass. Yeah, I mean, how well done. Go dare on. you carry on? My Is apologies. This, and you know that like, Amateur swimsuit hour. sizes are different than swimsuit sizes are different than you know jeans or leather pants and. So, um, did you know that he's 70 years old and 6'4"? <laughs> did you know that, John? <laughs> did, did you? And he weighs 93 kilograms. <laughs> he does. I did know that. How many stones uh, high shoes, is he, John? Yeah. His shoe size is 12 <laughs> in the U.S. All right, let's move on to part two. I think we're... Um, <laughs> Part two is forming a group after you pick your obsession. Um, right now, we're going to be a, a fluid cult that is both ha- Hasselhoffian and Casserolian. Um, Casserolian? Casserolian and Hassel. Casserolian. Ca- Hasserolian. There it is. Where the Hasselhoff. Castlehoff. Oh, Castlehoff. Um, I kind of like Castlehoff. I kind of wanted to be the leader of this thing because um, part oh, one yeah. of I mean, right. step one of forming the group is to choose a leader, but I think between the three of us, both Hasselhoff and Casserole, we would have to bend the knee to you, John, wouldn't yep. we? I, I mean, I feel more comfortable following you, though, Chris. <laughs> You're a little less impulsive than John. Oh, mm. You take that back. 
I mean, John, uh, listen to the listen to the guy who's talking when I, I'm talking about impulsivity. But but like, Chris, oh, Chris, I'm just so like when it comes to casseroles, Chris, like look at if we were talking about sausage McMuffin with egg, it would be different. Yeah. Okay. You but know what? I'm, I don't want to brag, but I, I don't want to brag, but I did buy reduced fat cream of mushroom soup. Oh. oh Does that, that disqualify was... him actually from being a leader? Yeah. Well, cult leaders are typically charismatic and manipulative. But if you're going to form yours collectively, it's a good idea to pick someone who has the good of the group at heart. Okay. Ooh, the per- what if it's a I scandal like- and he actually just makes the low-fat casseroles for himself while the rest of us just get fat, fat, fat? That's true. And I'd be like, well, if you had more faith in Hasselhoff, then the casseroles wouldn't get to your abs. Oh, it's part of your shtick. Yeah. yeah. It's part of my thing. It's the manipulation. What do you think, John? Oh. Um, you know what? Even knowing all this, I still feel like Chris is probably the best leader, so. <laughs> I just feel like well, you and I, John, I just feel like you and I go all in on stuff, bro. Yeah, we need. Chris just doesn't care that much about anything. Yeah, that's true. The 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 indifference of a leader—that's what everyone needs. All right, Chris, you're the leader of the Castlehoffs. All right, um, the Castlehoffs. Step two is to establish the rules of the cult. Um, By what rules, concepts, and moral code code will our cult organize itself? Um, Let's just shoot off um, two rules a piece really quickly. We can just go round robin. I'll say number one: um, you shall not use Hasselhoff's name in vain. That's oh, true. That's John. Uh, number number two: you wear leather pants as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, German Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that John's isn't even in the form of a command. <laughs> it's just two proper nouns put next to each other. Uh, I was expecting schnitzel sh- schnitzel Saturdays, but. <laughs> Um, okay, I will say um, cream of mushroom before beer. You're in the clear. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, a slogan, a sign that must be in every cult member's house. Um, chest hair, use it or lose it. Okay, that's good. good. And then the ultimate one that, that clearly... Everybody has to abide by is the ratio of French fried onions to casserole is two to one. Mm. Okay, is are we brand specific? Is it French's all the way? Uh, um, well, you we're know, we're not company men. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we would start with French's <clears throat> until we get a big enough following, and then we realize that French's has been corrupted, like all other institutions. And you, the only authorized version would be our own proprietary fried onion blend. Or maybe Smart. the Germans have an answer. Ooh. Step three, write up a body text. All cults have a governing text, which have a virtue of being both mysteriously vague, pseudo profound, and easy to read by a wide variety of people. Okay, instead of like an English own... teacher. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, maybe we could just get a Richard Rohr book. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> it's mysteriously ambiguous, vague, ambiguous and timeless. <laughs> And, and easy to read by a wide variety of people. I love it. Okay, oh. leave it to the Franciscans to fix that one. Number four, find a place to practice or worship. I mean, obviously. Is there a part, something where like you get to make a flag? Because I want to make a flag. Um, yes. Let's Yeah, we can skip by the meeting place because we're telecommuting for this yeah. mug. Um, number five is come up with a slogan. Mm. This is how we casserole. This is how we casserole. Casserole and thug deep. Yeah. Um. The Midwest, Ooh. where the men are men and the casseroles are nervous. 
I, I like something about Casa Rolling, but Thug doesn't fit Hasselhoff. If we could get both Casa Rolling Sand Deep, Casa Rolling. Casa Rolling with the homies? Uh, there's no Hasselhoff when you're Casa Rolling with us. Oh, that's good. Mm. Try a little harder. <laughs> do do better. Do another Just do, do another backflip. Do another backflip, John. Uh, okay, I'm gonna keep working on it. All right. Well, while you work on that, step six is bring other people in slowly. Um, <laughs> it has a picture of a person like ner- doing that nervous scratching the back of their head movement. Um, when you meet people in public, start gradually bringing in the concepts and obsession that you've decided to shape your life around to start growing the group. Mm. So you know when you're in line at at the store or at work, you just bring up casseroles as often as possible and see whose ears perk up. I was kind of thinking about putting up a casserole booth and just being like, first one's free. (laughs) First one's free. First bite's free. First bite's free. First bite's free. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 John. Yes. Does a a Stouffer's pot pie, um, Marie Callender's pot pie, is that more or less a a casserole? Uh, That's something we need to discuss in our first meeting. Yeah, because I don't know if I you know about I, this, but I, I, they have they have pot pie bites. Oh, like you little told hand, us. yeah, little handheld like, casserole bites. Come on. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll, we'll Bro, that's portable cult. Our leader, our supreme leader, needs to make the decision. I don't feel comfortable making that decision. That's a good point. Well, um, as the leader, I would say that um, part three is becoming cultish. And step one is to make sure all behavior lines up with the party platform. Yep. Um, so salads done. Nope. Um, any other competing beach-based shows? Done. Like, what if the know. salad has the correct ratio of fried onion? Mm, well, Does that mayonnaise? Soupy? Yeah. Touche. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I felt a little sick when you said it. Um, sorry. Okay, and then two, refer to your concept as the only true idea. <laughs> yes. All foods that are not casseroles are not foods. Oh. I think we need to, like, stick to that one truth. Um Practice your obsession, easy. Do community outreach. Find ways to grow your group. All right, awesome. well. Can I workshop two possible slogans? Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is more like you'd say this to your wife, but Bay, watch me casserole. That's oh. one. Okay. Okay. And okay. 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 The other one is it's very simple. It's a good day, vid. Hasselhoff. <laughs> it's a good day, <laughs> vid Hasselhoff. I like it. Vit? David. Kasselhoff. 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 Yep, thank you for the it's, correction. It's a, it's a good day, Kasselhoff. Thank you, good. Um, dear leader, for correcting me. I'm that, not worthy of your correction. The only thing our flag is missing, Wayne, because, I mean, obviously it's just going to be a... Yeah, uh, I got it. I got it. A, a silhouette of David Hasselhoff over... Oh, it's, actually, nine, it's actually a, a silhouette. A 13 trick. Sorry, a nine by thirteen. What, Chris? A nine by thirteen tray. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah. Well, you're oh, you're you're right. You forget what actually what historical uh, moment that he is recreating, though. And obviously, the silhouette of him is when he is winning the rap battle, and the uh, the topic of the rap was casserole. Mm. That's right. That's right. Just like Eminem and Eight Mile. So, um, uh, actually, better than Eminem and Eight Mile. It's David Hasselhoff. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry. John, that um, felt even, weird. Even I just said it just fails. for you, and I said it just to make Chris as the supreme leader, just to make him happy, but it felt weird in my soul. Yep. 
You get used to it after a while. Uh, That's true. As once your conscience is completely <clears throat> seared, you can get over it. The only thing our flag is missing is um, perhaps um, a reference under the image that we could easily get from our the verse of the day. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. we roll no, dice. Verse of the day, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. David Castlehoff. Sorry. Thank you. Yep. Um, this is the part where we roll dice, like casting lots or the Urim and Thummim of old, um, to divine what is the will of the Lord. Um, let's go ahead and roll a, a D4 to see yep. where we're going to pull this thing from. One. One. All right. Roll a D20. Four. Okay. Um, I'm already excited. Um, and then let's go ahead and roll um, flip a coin. Uh, flip a coin. Okay, one second. Flip a coin, Vatican. Delaware. It is flipping flipping heads. Heads. All right, roll a d20. Sorry, oh, this gosh, one's going to be a long one. Me. I know. I'm making you work so much. The Vatican does not approve of this. 19. 19. I may need another. Oh, man. Um, roll another d20. It, and we're almost there. Yep, yep, yep. It's 16. Okay. Here we go, and this is our theme verse for the uh, Casserolians, mm-hmm. or Hasselrolians, I'm sorry, Castleroffs. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I, I already forgot. Nope. Uh, <laughs> whatever it wasn't before, it is now. <laughs> yeah, okay. well, we'll go with Castleroffs. Go ahead. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so underneath our flag, um, you can tell me if it should be... You can tell me if it should be the reference or if it should just be the text that says... Anyone out in the open who touches someone who has been killed with a sword or someone who has died (laughs) or someone who has died a natural death or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. Um, I think that that is every member's uh, initiation tattoo. Uh, That's good. That's Uh, so metal. It's very metal. It's also that's very Leviticus, isn't it? <laughs> it's it was. Well, um, you know, normally I don't give you the reference, but since it's going on the flag, this is numbers nineteen sixteen, numbers. Okay. and we need to remember this for the rest of our lives. That anyone out in the open who touches someone who has been killed with a sword, or someone who has died a natural death, or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. So there it is. Words to live by. Our cult does not draw many forensic scientists. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, John, what was the slogan that you came up with? Oh, which which one? Uh, the most uh, day mayonnaise oh, for have life. A good, have a good day. Fit Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Okay. Yeah. Have a, okay. I'm I'm gonna send a, a, amend it one little bit. Uh-huh. Have a good day, Vid Castlehoff. Comma, no bones about it. <laughs> That's really huh? good. Yeah. Um. Well, remember that he was in uh, Knight Rider, so I, I don't know what I can do with that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know why that's relevant. Well, because uh, knights would like kill cause people. Kit, because Kit. Yeah, I don't know. There's something there. I mean, well, Hasselhoff obviously can deal with bones. Like that's why he is the figure of worship. But we could not deign to touch a bone. Yeah, don't even act like you want to touch that sword wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> swooned. <laughs> it's a swooned. Um, 
Yeah. Don't even I let think... me don't even let me see you looking over in that direction at that person laying there with a six inch gash across their I must yeah. thyroid. <laughs> Can we oh abdomen? <laughs> Can we agree on something that this verse inspires though? Obviously oh, in our yeah. casseroles, there should be no bones. There should also be no gristle. Because mm. we live in the West and any sort of indication that this came from an actual animal is to be frowned upon. John, is that is that like is that like a big faux pas in the Midwest? Like if I showed up to one of your one of your things, one of your shindigs with a casserole and somebody was like they found some gristle and they're like, Oh, this is kinda like meat gum. Like would that oh. would that be would they like know I was from California? We, um, yeah, it would be. It wouldn't go well. I'm just. Do you guys call it meat gum? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we call well, it the. What, <laughs> that's what we call it. Uh, uh, Wayne's talking about meat gum again. So thank you so much for listening to Spiritual Undirection. Oh, bro, that that uh, gives me weird feelings, Chris. <laughs> Uh, but you brought it upon yourself. I am the supreme leader. It That's means true. a lot that you cho- choose to listen to us, and I hope that you um, are having a great day, Vid Castlehoff. Um, no bones about it. Um, if if you would like other people to be initiated into the spiritual undirection cult, um, you could tell them about us. Send them a link. Send them a link to a pod, uh, an episode that you thought was funny. So maybe not this one, um, but one of the other ones that you thought was funny and enjoyable. Um, or maybe this one. I yeah, I, I actually I might have duped myself a little bit in one of my laughter okay, that's sessions. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Um, so yeah, another way if you want to be more passive is you could just subscribe, write a review. We're on Spotify, Amazon, uh, the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Radio Nation, or something like that. We're on a bunch of different things. Anchor, where we do our hosting, you can get our podcast. Like if you just shout into the ether, spiritual undirection, you will find our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be able to listen to it, and so. Tell your friends to shout in the ether. Shout Sometime. for us. Shout for us. Yeah. Well, shout I'm Christopher Seals. Ether. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm Christopher Seals, and today I learned that you must not speak of meat gum in the Midwest. <laughs> Amen. Um, I'm John Bennett, and I learned that I will now be following Chris um, for all of my casserole David Hasselhoff needs. Mm-hmm. And I'm Pastor Wayne David Randolph, and uh, this this whole time I I thought my friend John was just joking about casseroles, but I I think he really does have a problem. <sighs> this has been Spiritual on Direction, <laughs> reminding so you <laughs> that all of your problems are probably from unconfessed sin, or no bones about it. <laughs> Also, a special thank you to Kyle Plant with Afterlife Beats. Go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. And thank you, Gregorian Monks. That was so good. I love you. Uh, I was trying to think of something like with like Rickroll and Casserole, and that was hard.